Today on the Student Loan Show, getting a copy of your promissory note from the U.S. Department of Education. Hey everybody, it's Jay Fleischman here with another episode of the Student Loan Show. And today we've got a question from Linda submitted to me by email. Linda asked me the following question. Does the Department of Education have to provide copies of the promissory notes that I signed? If not, how can I confirm the debt? What if they don't have all of the pages? Yeah, you're entitled to copies of your student loan promissory notes. However, the Department of Education isn't the only place to get them. In fact, there are six places where you can get information about your federal student loans. So let's unpack each one of those six places. The Department of Education has copies of all your master promissory notes that you sign so that you can get your federal student loans. And you can get a copy of your master promissory notes pretty easily, actually, by going to studentloans.gov and entering your FSA ID, your username and password. You click on the option for completed master promissory notes under the menu bar heading that says My Loan Documents. The completed master promissory notes will appear. You can download them, save them onto your computer, and take a look at them from there. If what you're really looking for is a copy of your entire federal student loan file, not just the promissory note, but also any other information that the Department of Education has for you. Take a look at the Freedom of Information Act. The Freedom of Information Act provides you with the right to access federal agency records or information as long as it doesn't fall into one of the exemptions that are related to privacy or national security. And, well, because your student loan information doesn't fall into any of those exemptions, you should be able to get it just through a Freedom of Information Act request directly to the U.S. Department of Education. So at this point, you should be able to confirm the fact that the debt's yours by either going to studentloans.gov or by using a Freedom of Information Act request. However, there are other ways of confirming the debt. The third way would be to log into the National Student Loan Data System, or NSLDS, NSLDS is the U.S. Department of Education's central database for student aid, and it lets you see everything about your federal student loans and grants, everything. You can see the dates of the loans and grants, the original balances, current balances, names of the holders, and the servicers, and the guarantee agencies, everything. It's like a credit report for your federal student loans, and it should give you a pretty good sense of what's outstanding. The fourth way to get your loan information is by getting in touch with your school. Your school may be able to give you information on the cost of attendance for each year, as well as where the money came from to pay for those charges. Any money that came from any student loans is going to be noted by your educational institution. But just be aware that your school may not have the records if you were enrolled a really long time ago because they don't keep records forever. But if you've got any doubts, it's a really good place to at least ask. Way number five is your loan servicer. That's the company that sends you bills every month. 
and their job is to administer the loan as long as it's not in default. The servicer is going to have information about the accounting of your loan, how charges were assessed, payments that were received, forbearances, deferments, and every other event related to your loan as long as they've had it. If your loan is in default, you can call the Department of Education directly and they should be able to tell you which servicer was handling your loan when it was in good standing. And then you can get in touch with the servicer that way. Another way is by demanding the information from the debt collector if you're in default. And if you've been listening to the show, you'll remember that in a previous episode, we talked about debt validation or debt verification, which is your right to get written verification of a debt from the debt collector. Just to recap, if you receive a debt collection letter and you request a copy of the promissory note, the debt collector isn't required to give it to you. The only thing that they're required to provide is a statement of the balance due, the name of the current creditor, the name of the original creditor if the loan was sold, and a copy of any court judgment if one has already been obtained with respect to the debt. So I'm giving you the option. I'm telling you can ask for a copy of the promissory note from the debt collector. You may not get it, but it is a possibility. The final part of Linda's question is, what happens if the Department of Education or presumably the holder of the loan doesn't have a complete copy of the promissory note? And that's really where things get a little bit dicey. If you're being sued by the government for an unpaid loan, you can get copies of all your documents during pretrial discovery. However, if the Department of Education can't come up with the complete promissory note, they're just going to fall back on the argument that you received the benefit of the loan funds when you went to school and they paid the tuition by virtue of funding the loan. Now, if you can prove that you or someone else paid the tuition and fees, that's going to knock the Department of Education's argument out. But if you can't prove that the funds came from someplace other than a federal student loan, it's going to be really difficult for you to argue against their argument that you received the benefit of the loans. And as a general rule, federal judges hearing student loan cases that are brought by the Department of Education don't look too kindly on your argument that you don't have a copy of the promissory note and so you shouldn't be required to pay. Look, if the loan isn't real, they're not going to hold you legally liable, but you can't just walk into court and wave your arms and say, no, it wasn't real. They didn't give me a copy of the promissory note. Judge isn't going to buy that, not from the Department of Education. Now, if the Department of Education hasn't filed a lawsuit and they're using one of the administrative collection remedies, they have to give you a 30-day notice of opportunity to request a hearing before they can take one of those actions like an administrative wage garnishment or take your tax refund or offset other federal benefits like your Social Security. So long as your request for that hearing is received within the 30-day window, they can't start the wage garnishment or put the offset in place until the hearing is held and concluded. As part of your request for a hearing, you can request copies of the promissory notes as well as all of their loan information, but unless you've got documentation to go with your argument that you didn't sign the promissory note, I wouldn't expect too much of that defense, kind of like in the context of federal litigation. You can't just throw up the argument and expect either a hearing officer or a federal judge to buy it. 
unless you've got something to rebut the claim. And I know that in litigation, it's the plaintiff's responsibility to prove the case, but sometimes reality is a little bit different. Even after a wage garnishment or an offset is put in place, you can still request the hearing. I don't want to tell you that if you miss that 30-day window, then you're out of luck. The procedure is going to be exactly the same as if you had done it within the 30-day window, but there's no requirement that the garnishment or offset be stopped unless the hearing results are in your favor. So it's got to go through the entire hearing process before the wage garnishment or federal offset is going to stop, as opposed to if you had made that request within 30 days, in which case it wouldn't start until the hearing was concluded, assuming that the hearing isn't in your favor. I know it's really tempting to demand a copy of the promissory note and dig your heels in if your federal student loan's in default. The system is patently unfair, and I get why you could be angry. But realistically, there are so many places where you can find information about your student loan. Most of the time, the argument that is being made about receiving a copy of the promissory note, it's a technicality. And as I've shown you, most judges and hearing officers aren't really going to aren't really going to buy it. So why bother stretching it out and just making the process more time consuming and quite frankly more expensive for yourself? Stonewalling the federal government is usually a really bad idea. If you've got a valid concern and the loan really isn't yours, well, yeah, you definitely want to fight it. I don't want to tell you not to, but this is usually the time that you really do want to get a lawyer involved because there are administrative ways that you could get a federal student loan discharged if you were the victim of identity theft or some other unauthorized action. But if those requests are denied, then you may find yourself in a situation where you've got to file a lawsuit against the Department of Education. And those lawsuits are highly technical. And you want to make sure that you get all of the necessary proof together before you file a case. Because filing a lawsuit in federal court without proper legal foundation could really make things difficult for you. It's going to make an enemy of the judge. It's going to really cause an uphill climb through litigation. So I don't recommend that you do it that way. So there you have it, Linda, answering your question about getting a complete copy of your promissory note, as well as whether the government has any responsibility to give it to you in the first place. I don't know anything about your situation, but this is one of those situations where it's going to be a lot more productive for you to sit down with somebody who understands the system and can explain your options to you. If you have a valid concern, the solution is going to be tricky to navigate. If you're just stonewalling, you may find that there are better options as opposed to throwing up these defenses that ultimately really aren't going to go anywhere. Certainly nowhere productive and nowhere that you want it to go. This has been The Student Loan Show. My name is Jay Fleischman. You can learn more about me and also get past episodes, add a question in for answering on the show by going over to studentloanshow.com. If you know anybody else who might find value in the show, please pass this along to them. Really helpful for me to be able to spread the word because, as we all know, you can't win the game unless you know the rules. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.